I think two things really stood out for me in this debate. One is, I think, yeah, the preoccupation of uh, what does government do, whether it is government that creates jobs or whether it's the private sector. And uh, that really did go on for quite a long time. And even outside of parliament, if you look at uh, the, the alliance partners, it became quite the issue. So for me, I think it was good that it was front and center, but I think it was quite disturbing that, you know, even at this late juncture of our democracy, people are so confused as to what the role of government is and what the role of government is not. That's, that's the first thing. And then I think secondly, is it's almost, uh, I always have a sense, and I think it just usually carries over, that a, a lot of these debates are most devoid of uh, the understanding of what's actually happening in reality for most South Africans. It's, uh, it's as though parliamentarians on both sides of the House seem to forget that South Africans are really in a rush to, to, you know, to get solutions, and that uh, debates like this really do need to reflect that. So that, that for me, is, is what I, I'd summarize it as. That's what President Ramaphosa's response, but it, 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 as always, it was, it was measured, but I think we, you kind of, with the, with the nice thing about President Ramaphosa, that you kind of know what to expect. And I think the majority of South Africans out there say that we know this is what he does. He gives a measure, he gives a calm performance. But the key thing is, is there going to be implementation? Now we're going to have to wait for the next owner to, to actually hear about implementation. Let's try and sort out this confusion because the president has once again emphasized the central role of the private sector in creating jobs. So the question then is, is job creation solely the role of the private sector or is there a role for government to play in this regard? There is a role in terms of regulation. I think that's first front and center that, look, in terms of regulation, setting up the environment for business to thrive. Yeah, I'm speaking about ensuring that, listen, uh, you know, getting the necessary tax codes, making sure that that business knows which municipalities it's supposed to work in and it gets the necessary services. And I think that the, the major thing really circles around when government does want to become a role player in the economy. What role does it take? Now, traditionally, and I'm fine with this one, it's usually using state-owned entities, but it needs to be done in a strategic manner. And I think what we've seen with South Africa, especially under the ANC, is that this has not always been the case. It's either, A, they've played a a rather negative role in collapsing state-owned entities, or, B, sometimes they really have not done so in a strategic manner. I think of the last count, we have over 500 or so state-owned entities. And the bigger question that has not been addressed is, are they all necessary? So I think that's where regular confusion comes in, because they, they're looking at the state of South Africa's employment, also the nature of South Africa's unemployment. Government cannot simply hire everyone, and I think that that's one of the things people really never got to this debate, that government hires this, a lot of uh, hires individuals, but it hires individuals in relation to, you know, is the economy growing? What does government need to do? And I think that's the part that was missing in this debate. That, that's why I said there's a real confusion as to what government does and does not. And I think it really just comes down to, if you read a lot of these political parties' uh, manifestos or the, or the, the policies for society, they're really quite lacking in, in relation to this mm-hmm. question. The president also added that he has established a unit in his office aimed at cutting red tape and coordinating several job stimulus programs. My question is, is this not the function of the ministers in their various portfolios relating to cutting red tape and creating but, jobs? That's exactly it. It really does raise the question of what's the point of all these of all these ministries. I think when President Ramaphosa came in, I think I wrote an article a few years back saying, look, if you really look at the the way we set up our ministries, I think we have over 30 or not 35 ministries. And the real question is, are they really a 
do they actually help society in any way, or is it the fact that it just gives certain ministers jobs? And look, it, it's a bit sad that look two years, I mean, three years into his reign, that this question is being answered using a lot of these uh, what I term external role players. This is something which we really, it's, it's called government planning. The world does it all in the world has done quite better than South Africa. And I think the bigger question for me is when are we really going to get to that point? When is President Ramaphosa going to really going to get to the point where they really explore the idea of saying, how many ministries does a country like South Africa need? Mm. You have to remember, China, as big as China is, a nation of a billion, they have less, I think it's less than 20 national ministries. And out of those uh, national ministries, only three really cater for the economy. And they give line and direction for the for a country as big as that. Now, a country of South Africa's size, Census still has to tell us how many how much our population is, but I I think it should be less than sixty or around sixty million. Mm. Do you really need over thirty ministries, or is that really speaking to the confusion that has really been part of development planning in South Africa? He has also dismissed accusations, the president that is, that he's not done enough to prosecute those accused of corruption, adding that prosecuting people is not the job of the president. So as a leader, is there perhaps any visible evidence that he does hold people accountable that are involved in corruption? I've yet to see it, uh, considering that when he first came in, uh, some of the lines, I think whether he said it, whether he said it, you know, I think explicitly or rather he inferred it was that, listen, if there is a hint of corruption within my cabinet, I'm going to make sure that these people uh, are going to go immediately. Well, if we look at what happened with the, with the former Minister of Health, uh, Dr. Zodim Kiza, it took an age for him to come to that decision, and he didn't also come to that decision. I think Dr. Zodim Kiza saw the writing on the wall and he jumped himself. Uh, the Zondo Commission, uh, if you listen to all of it, there are a lot of his ministers who, yes, look, there, no one is guilty, but they have been put in that report to say, listen, they have been flagged. Now, going back to what he said when he came in, it was if there is a hint of corruption, he's going to ask the, the people to step down. Well, we've seen there's a lot of hints from the Zondo Commission, and the same people are still there. So, you know, on, on this one, I think President Ramaphosa maybe spoke too soon. Or maybe he really doesn't have the necessary powers in his political party to, to look like he's really serious about corruption.